Hello everybody, welcome to the, I believe it's the 20th episode of the Hyde, yep, the Hyde YouTube podcast, Um, episode 19 came out, I think on the 14th of June, and on the 28th of this month, this one will be coming out, and um, we've decided to take the podcast on a fortnightly basis now, we're um, ramping it up, how do you feel Maddie? excited? Ah, look, it's, um, it's daunting, daunting. Daunting. It's hard. It's like hard getting together and just well, it's, yeah, talking li- to Life's busy. Life is picking up again after this crazy, crazy world. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And so committing to you know a, an in- increased schedule is always challenging when your schedule is increasing. Yeah, I mean, uh, we, we <laughs> but we can make it happen. You know, if it's important, you make time for it. Yeah, and I think it's very important. I think it is important. Why is it important? I think it's important because um, the fine people of high jiu-jitsu and the entire bjj community and even those who aren't here yet but will be joining us very soon because they've heard all the beautiful things about jiu-jitsu and they want to come in they want to give it a try and they want to take part in something so awesome all these people need we need a little bit of help and we're here maddie for what we're here to help everyday people build quality of life with gracie jiu-jitsu and i think it's important that we keep these conversations happening Mm. because they're important and i think what i want this podcast to be is just a place where people come in and like just the real problems are spoken about to be honest you know and um we've we've had this conversation before um there's a lot of challenges in jiu-jitsu and not just for the athlete you know wants to win the gold medal and wants to get the new sponsorship deals and you know like run a school and like all this kind of big stuff um, but within that big stuff, there's like thousands and thousands of cases. That's the smaller stuff, and that's the everyday person. That's the um, the person who wants a hobby, you know, who wants to stay fit, stay healthy, wants to learn self-defense, wants to be part of a beautiful community. These are the people also that that are part of this journey, you know. And I think we're here for them. So um, thank you everybody for tuning in and for um, being with us and for listening. Um, how you doing, Maddie? Yeah, pretty good. As I said, life's ramping back up again. Um, back to work tomorrow. Ooh, yes. Uh, which uh, I'm excited for to have just a bit of a, a rhythm to my life again. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there's something to be said for that. You know, it, it helps. Most uh, definitely. But uh, more, more importantly, I'm excited about going back to jiu-jitsu. Yeah, well, as you know, we've been back. Um, it's the second week that we're back. Um, it'll be the third week when um, this podcast comes out. And it's been a, just such a beautiful return to the mat. Uh, Maddie, what did you miss most about being off the mat? Due to you know lockdown, not being allowed to do it, coronavirus, all that good stuff. What did you miss about it? Moving my body? Yeah, that's probably, one. Probably one of the biggest. Not like I wasn't still moving my body. You're moving um, your thumbs, huh? Moving the um, thumbs got a big workout. Yeah, the jaw got a big workout. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah. As in, I was eating a lot of food. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> when I was in lockdown. Actually, I think I was eating less. I think my food, I was, I was pretty damn good with my. Food. Apart from beers, there was about a three-week period where I hit quite a few <laughs> beers, and I was like, all right. But uh, I'm also, I'm looking forward to to being back with the the crew. Yeah, man. Being back with everyone, saying hello. Yeah. Getting a workout in, having an outlet. Um, yes, you know I think we did the, we did a podcast a while back. The third place. Yep, I yeah. look forward to having my third place back. Me too. And I mean, look, life has continued. Yes, 
without the third like fuck like we've been sleeping and waking up and I've had a baby mm-hmm. and you know I've been going running and I've been doing um, bulletproof or BJJ like some weights and I've been doing online classes and it just hasn't like it's been awesome and I mm-hmm. feel like I'm coming back in good shape to be honest like maybe even better shape like you know in terms of my cardio and my fit like you know just general physicality uh, maybe better shape my shoulders feeling so much better so it's been a good break it's been awesome um, but there's just the third place isn't there and it's just not the same it's just not the same like and then um, maybe you have to have been and have have to have had a third place to, to know what we're talking about but ultimately I think what I missed um, or you know we'll do our best to explain it um, I think I missed just a the general bant like uh, I missed firstly like having my week planned you know like and knowing okay I'm going to this class and this class and in between you know I'll think about doing all these certain chores that have to be done you know I'll answer my emails in between class and you know go eat my lunch at this particular restaurant that I always usually go to Fishbowl Darlinghurst yeah, you love Fishbowl I love it you know, and I, good. I hadn't eaten it for three months and I hadn't gone for that drive over the Anzac Bridge for a few months and um, hadn't like just hung out with people and seeing new faces on the mats and just talked mm. a whole bunch of smack with everybody and like sweated a gi out and mm. tied up my belt mm. I forgot how to tie up my no I, way I, I didn't it took I was remember it that long Maddie. It, it was that, that many long. beers huh it was that <laughs> yeah 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 I mean I, I came I remember I looked at my belt and I was just like uh, how does this oh, work shit. again <laughs> That's when you got to demote yourself to white belt. No, you can't remember how to tie my belt anymore. How no, am I going to remember any jiu-jitsu if I can't figure out a simple belt knot? You know what? I, w- <laughs> I was worried about that. I was like, fuck, am I going to remember how to teach again? Yes, yeah. But you know what? Um, luckily, um, I, have, I haven't lost it. Like the <laughs> moment I was on the mats, I was back in it and, you know, back to flowing and sharing um, good mechanics, even though we're not doing any contact. We haven't been doing contact since we opened, which was last Monday, um, 20, I don't know. But um, it's just been, I think it's been very fun regardless. Mm. I think it's been incredible. 15th for, we opened. Incredible for my quality of movement. Mm-hmm. You, know, we, we, you know, we talk a big game. I think we've talked about it quite a few times on this podcast. You know, you've got to learn how to move yourself without your partner before you can even consider moving yourself when they're with you like before moving somebody else yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, or even moving around someone else mm-hmm. uh, and I think sometimes we talk more than we walk in the sense that this has been a fantastic opportunity where I've just focused nothing on nothing but my own movements in these classes yeah and not about the specific yeah there's there's context and correlation to our techniques but the quality is for example of like my my, my shot I've this last week I felt way more comfortable comfortable dropping down going forward and how to adjust my feet my footwork just little bits you know three percent mm-hmm. change for a ten percent improvement um it's a good way to put it and and that all comes from me practicing on my own mm-hmm. on your own but with with my guidance right yeah you know with as in with the coach's guidance and around other people who are doing the same thing you yes. know like physically Absolutely. Because it's so, it was so easy just to skip a Zoom class, wasn't it, Maddie? Like over the break, all, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> it, look, it was just easy because you're sitting in your own living room. You know, you got all your I own vices move around from the you. Couch to the floor. Yeah, like God forbid, I have to put a towel on the ground and like wrap yeah, a wrap a, a gi around a blanket. You yeah. know, like um, 
but I get it. Like you're you're around, you're in your own environment. You're in a different environment to what you're used to, and that plays a big role. Mm. You're you only have yourself around, or even maybe even worse, like somebody that doesn't even like understand. So they're looking at you like choking a dummy, and they're just like, "What the hell?" You know, and like <coughs> it's just funny. Like you Putting start your feeling hands in weird, a key and just being like, "Now squeeze." Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, we all did it. Um, and now that we don't have to do it, I don't think like I don't want to do it anymore. Ever again. I don't want to choke dummies. Mm. I don't want to choke dummies. I want to choke real people. Um, <clears throat> but that was that was great. That was a great. Uh, just a, just I think it's been a great time. And as you say, um, we've taken all the participants. Whoever comes into class, I've seen where they're good and where they're not so good, and we've just been really refining on these mm. basics, the basic stuff. Because the white to blue belt curriculum. There are numerous uh, movements that can just be dug into like so hard. We've got the upa, <coughs> where you don't use anybody. We've got the teeter-totter, where you don't use anybody. Four points base, which you can adapt it and vary it like a million different ways. you got those, hip escapes. Oh, those forward, forward rolls, rolls, backward rolls. They were incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, as you were saying, kind of the black hole in your way yep. as you do your backwards roll. But then finding different ways you can incorporate that into other similar movements. Um, what's the one where you kind of do the the hip uh, upa and you walk past your hands on the floor and and I don't know. Rolling. Yeah. I don't know what you'd call that, but that's a really nice drill. I should make a video of that and kind of share it with really people. Really nice one. Yeah, I tried to make it actually before the lockdown. Yeah, okay. and I, ha- I had a microphone. Yeah, and it's got completely wrapped up in the microphone. <laughs> so just, I was like, yeah. you know what? It was just a wasn't a good video, so I didn't share that one. But I have to share one. So basically, yeah. James Fenizio taught me that. Yes, in Brazil. In Brazil, yeah. yeah. And it was like a beautiful side control movement just to understand mm. how to bring your hips to your hands and then your hips away from your hands. Mm. Um, and, <clears throat> and then getting a whole bunch of like extension throughout your thoracic spine and um, rolling through that. And that's been awesome. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, so going back, like uh, just this, this has been a great opportunity to just um, refine refine the basics and i've realized worked out because i wasn't i wasn't as optimistic before we started as i am now about these non-contact classes Mm. you know i was like should i open shouldn't i open look it's an opportunity for us to come together and put geese on and step on the mats yes i'm going to open um are we going to break the pcyc rules no we want to we want a gym to stay at okay so let's do this non-contact and let's respect it and let's respect the yeah, the, the the whole situation right now with like the pandemic and all of that, and people are also like, you know, our students are worried. Our students don't want to get sick. Students have loved ones around them, etc., yep. etc. Et so, so with that being said, hey Tommy, with that being said, <clears throat> um, I think it's been great that we've been able to, you know, hang out here and um, just get back into it. And with that being said, the podcast topic for today: come back. Jujitsu loves you. It's an important time, mate, to discuss this, isn't it? It is. It's, it's the time to discuss it. Let's be real. It is. And um, as you said, we we're, we're all a part of it. You know, like jujitsu got taken away from us, yeah. you know, for whatever reasons. Uh, we couldn't train, you know. And um, a lot of us kind of descended back home and we were in lockdowns. The world's been in a lockdown. Um, and, you know, we, we stepped away from the mats. So jiu-jitsu, this and that. You've been there and done that. The academy served you for some time. You were having fun. And then you got injured, maybe. Or the coronavirus came and you got locked down. You were out for some time. 
Now, sadly, you've come to terms with the fact that this game just isn't for you anymore. It's become easier for you to stay at home. Oh, hasn't it just? The couch is more comfortable than the chokes. Mm. And you've kind of gotten used to the couch. You know, I think I was talking about to you about this on Monday, just to really hone in on this. It's so easy to be at home, but you become soft. I don't want to, like, there's no beating around the bush. Mm-hmm. Uh, Give it to us, Maddie. Without this contact, I've become soft. Not in that, like, I've gotten fat or anything. I mean, because I haven't been exercising. So but what does soft mean? What does soft mean? I am easily uh, injured or broken or sore. Mm-hmm. I haven't exercised, so my muscles fatigue quicker. Yeah. But I also haven't had a general bump in a while. You mm-hmm. know, someone's accidental knee to my thigh or yeah, yeah. a leg kick. Yeah. All these things that normally I probably wouldn't even feel because I'm just so used to this contact. You've built up the tolerance, right? Yeah, exactly. And now that's completely washed away. Mm-hmm. Um, to the point where you did a very, very gentle... <laughs> I did. It wasn't even that hard. It was not hard. It was a gentle kick and I was limping. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was, People, it wasn't hard. It was not a hard kick. Maddie was my uki and I was teaching a little <sighs> leg kick. Um, yeah, and I, I just the second I, one. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a soft kick, but that's what I'm saying. I'm soft now. Mm-hmm. Normally, I would have taken, worn that and just been like, okay... Yeah. My nerves, my body is used to the sensation of someone, you know, we're rolling. Let's, even though we like to be graceful and smooth and fin- we have finesse. Yeah. When I sweep someone, if I do like a, a helicopter sweep on someone, there's a good chance a big heavy part of their body is going to land on my leg or something that I won't even recognize happened because it's just a natural way of... There's bumps and there's bumps. There's bumps. Know, bruises. They happen. Now I'm, I'm so like alert to them. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm soft. Man, if I if I accidentally hit my elbow or my hand on a table, I'll be like bruised and everything. Yeah, I'm, I've become weak. <laughs> I feel like um, I feel the same, but maybe not so much like because I've I've been going out, you know, I've been running, doing that stuff, yeah, okay. whatever I can. Um, but my softness, to be honest, comes like m- mentally. I don't feel like I'm as resilient as I as I am okay. when I um, train jujitsu and when I like exert myself and I. Basically, like, the, the fact that I empty my energy levels, like, very often throughout the day, like, you know, one class, two classes, you have a roll, you're tired, and you come back from that tiredness. And then I think with that tiredness, with that exertion, like, my, fuck, I hate to say it, but, like, my, you know, like, a, aggression, maybe, not even aggression, I don't have, a, a, it's not energy. aggression, it's you just energy. energy, yeah. It's energy. And it's in me, and it's been kind of, st- even when I go for a run, it's not that same energy that it gets exerted or that I get from jiu-jitsu. Like, yes. getting, like, threatened with a choke, you know, and having somebody, like, shitting, like, you know, panicking because someone's going to take your arm, you know, and then you having to adapt to that, and then just back and forth with people, like, that the jiu-jitsu gives you. Mm, absolutely. Um, it would just... It puts me in a better place to the point where I feel like I um, I can reflect on things better. It's my reflection. It's my meditation. It's I don't know. It's like it's a it's a very very fresh perspective every single day that I have to face. Like yes. this is not I'm not here to I can't put my stamp of approval on Maddie right now. I have to play the game with him and catch him. You know. So you're always like. Um, I'm always yielding where I have to and making decisions like what what do I fight with here and what don't I fight for and um, I, I feel like when I'm off the mat and all that energy is pent up um, I don't make the, the same decisions <laughs> like the yeah, dis- just you know um, I guess maybe a fish that my 
the effectiveness of my decision making has suffered, uh, did suffer as a result of not training. Um, we were talking before about leaving your ego at the door mm. and the fact that your ego is checked with every jiu-jitsu class and we are talking guys and we are saying, we are talking about, you know, like that, that whole saying is just how stupid it is because you can't ever detach, your, like, detach yourself mm. from your ego. You can become aware of what your ego is mm. and how it's working for you or with you or against you potentially. But it is you. You're, it's your ego. It's the ego. Your ego is just your perception of yourself, you know. And so you take that with you into a jiu-jitsu class. How do you not? How do you not like think something of yourself? But the thing, like to leave excessive ego, leave your like boisterous ego, leave your overly confident ego, mm. like that. That um, gets in the way too. But you know, I think my ego. Ego is always checked when you go to jiu-jitsu. That's kind of one of the big benefits of jiu-jitsu. And the fact that it hasn't happened, you know, like, and we've kind of missed that for the most part. Um, it's it's had an effect, you know? Does that make sense? Uh, miss, what have we missed, sorry? Oh, not having that outlet in a way. Yeah, not having Absolutely. the jiu-jitsu, the outlet yeah. of, of jiu-jitsu and getting, and, and the chokes and the grapples yep. and the, and the no, exertion. I completely agree. I mean, I, I think... I... <clears throat> When you don't have all that energy bubbling inside of you, it's uh, you. For me, anyway, I find it a lot easier to be less anxious. Mm -hmm. If that, I don't know if I, my sentence structure was great there, but yes, I mean, you're, as you said, we, you've got this energy in you, mm -hmm. and if you're not focusing it on jujitsu, which you normally are, you have this great way where you're sharing that energy in a beautiful, positive way. Yeah. Now you've got all this energy and free time. How are you spending your time? You've been really good, as you said. You've been doing classes. You've been trying to run. Yeah, it's not the same. I've as also been like talking smack with my friends, like about like pol politics online, and that's been my exertion too. Like so, my emotions get so vested be, in that. Let's be real here. <laughs> so you've you've normally been in this scenario, like forty hour. How we'll call it a forty hour week. I don't know how many hours you're on the maps, yeah. but that's close enough. Forty hours of sharing this beautiful thing that you've now spent fifteen hours of that forty hours every week talking crap online so right. your energy is now 15 hours a week different yeah and it's, it's 15 hours of this back yeah. bickering no one wants that come back to jiu-jitsu what are you going to do you're going to come to jiu-jitsu where everyone speaks highly to you they beat you up they keep yeah. your ego in check yeah and then they tell you hey this is how you can be better yeah then they they lift each other i gotta say maddie now that i'm now that i'm here um art of surrender with Bradley Hampson mm. and Cam Sobes. I'm, I was listening to that episode oh, I have to listen. on the way here. And I'm like, and you know, yesterday a little bit and I'm kind of halfway through it. And it's been one of the, like the greatest conversations I've ever heard on a podcast. Yeah. Like I've enjoyed it so much. There you go. A, because I like, I know that these boys are some of the most, like are the most genuine boys you can meet. Like the nicest boys you could possibly meet, not a bad bone in their bodies and very intelligent fellas too like just like beautiful conversation and um cam was actually reflecting on his like he, he was um actually diagnosed with um like some kind of anxiety disorder which you know is very common these days too um and then <clears throat> he was when he came up with like when he came across not just jiu-jitsu but um th this gracie jiu-jitsu Pedro Sauer Jiu-Jitsu, Phil Grapsa's Jiu-Jitsu, like just 
the gentle art of jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he was talking about, he was reading um, Jigoro Kano. And, you know, uh, there's a book by Jigoro Kano, Mind Over Muscle. And that was just phenomenal. And um, I've also kind of, in any case, like the fact that when you see jiu-jitsu as an emotional and a mental and a physical aspect, when you work those aspects in with your training, that's when it's like um, most effective. Yes. And jiu-jitsu, that's why jiu-jitsu is a, is a, a whole embodied experience because it is your emotions. It, it doesn't feel nice when you get choked out. No. By your like pee that you're like close, like that you're, you know, um, neck and neck with, for example. You know, or someone, God forbid, a lower belt taps you out. Like that hurts. So there's an emotional aspect to this. There's a heavy mental aspect to this, you know, which is, hey, get your ass off the couch and come to training. There's definitely a mental side to that, you know. Um, Decision-making at the time and problem-solving and, um, you know, the physical side, you know, how we're just, we're, we are exerting all the time and it's your body and you're building awareness of all different parts of your body. Um, that's why jiu-jitsu has, is so much fun and has such an awesome impact on me, I feel, um, and whereas, you know, like, um, I, like talking, arguing, bickering, fighting online is like not all of those things. You it's know? Like none of those. Well, there's, there, there's no result. There's it no becomes inhumane because it's just words being posted up on the screen, you know, and so it's the, the interaction no is completely different mm. and the energy that you spend is different and different things kind of come up. Um, and being on the couch also doesn't allow you to exert yourself very much. <laughs> no. Sure, you might be watching documentaries or you know playing a game that requires some mental yeah. um, aspect, but you know. Uh, <laughs> you'd like to hope so. You'd like to think so, but yeah. you know, um, easier and more comfortable is usually the couch, and that can be very hard to pass up. And it's easy to take the bait, mm. and the bait that I'm talking about, you know, in this instance is sitting on the couch and not coming to train, you know, or. Um, sleeping in like when you when you if you're a morning trainer and you don't wake up in your alarm and you sleep in um, you it's know where <clears throat> that's so easy or you choose to have your lunch at the desk rather than going to jiu-jitsu class either one of these they're easy it's an easier decision to make it's a more comfortable decision to make especially when you have when you've been make when you kind of have been forced to make this decision um, like lately so like sorry so that didn't sound didn't make sense but if you've been on the couch for the past couple of months that's your habit it's easy to keep that it's, habit. it's like yeah. it's hard to kind of break that habit because you're slowly whether you know it or not you've created a habit and yes. to be honest maddie the reason why like a lot of those zoom classes were happening and like the runs were happening and the workouts were happening was like i cannot like just give up on my habits you know because if you put me on the couch for long enough i'm going to start enjoying that <laughs> and i know yeah. i will yeah. you know and i'm going to be going to the fridge every 10 seconds and like, you know, by two o'clock, I've already eaten like, you know, too much food. I've got that bloated feeling and I'm tired and I start hating on myself and like my double chins come in and my boobies kick in <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, who am I? Like, yeah, I just don't like this. I don't yeah. like it, you know? And um, you know what? I'm going to tell you this now, like from my personal experience from the last three months, once, you real once you're in that couch, you don't realize how much time's gonna go by. And I don't mean that in the sense of like an hour like, or a couple of hours. I sat on the couch for the last three months and played <laughs> video games. I, it yeah. feels like a week. I lost track yes. of time. Yep, I, I could tell. I completely lost track of time. I didn't know when, like, 
three months has gone uh, yeah. almost. It's, it's it was like, two and a half months, man. I think we were in lockdown. Like we had the gym closed for two and a half. Eleven months. weeks or so, right? Yeah, like, so, that's like, a long ten weeks, time. Ten, eleven weeks, man. Like it, it seemed pretty straightforward. It was like I don't know, just flew by. Flows by, and um, I think it's 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 so the decisions that you make every day, every yeah. hour, every minute, which kind of build up into like how that ten weeks looked. Looking back, yeah, exactly. You know? There was plenty of well, there was there was not many op- opportunities to come to jujitsu class, but you it's very easy to lose track of time in now. Like this situation has been thrown at us where yeah. we didn't have a choice, but now you have a choice. Now you have the ability to say. We've we've been through this where I didn't have the choice. Now I'm going to make the choice to go to class. Yes. I'm going to get off my butt. Yeah. You're going to start with that one choice. And you know what, Maddie? I think like, yeah. Anyway, so shit happens. It'd be nice to control how you, how life pans out. Um, you know, and you know, the, create circumstances for yourself. But sadly, it's not how it works. You can't predict what goes on around you. You can only plan ahead. And you can only do your best in the present moment. Still, you have to ride the highs and lows of what's happening right now. So, Maddie, we didn't see a pandemic coming about. No. Um, you know, n- no gym owner, like, kind of, w- all of us were like, what the hell? What the hell are we going to do now? And, you know, there was a time just before the pandemic kicked in, we were like, should we close? Shouldn't we close? Are we being irresponsible if we open? Like, but in any case, it was, that was again. There were those decisions that we're making that determined how we move forward with our future. You know, and the, the decisions you make now will determine what happens in future. Like it's just, it's just how it is. Yes. You know, and um, I th- one thing I, I really enjoyed and just saw. I just think that there was so much innovation during this pandemic. Like mm-hmm. there were a lot of businesses that completely shut, and there were other ones that adapted. So Sideways Cafe in Arlington, uh, Arlington near Arlington Oval in Dulwich Hill, they became like a grocery store. So we started buying our groceries from there because we didn't, during the heat of the pandemic, I didn't want to go to, I avoided going to the supermarkets. You know, there was just so many people there. Apparently the corona didn't live in Woolworths and Coles, but uh, you know, who knows, who knows? So I just wanted to play it safe. You know, I had a pregnant wife at home, had a few old um, All the grandparents. All the reasons you'd want to be uh, extra precautious. Yeah, so I was careful. Pretty, yeah, I was careful, yeah. and um, so that's why I started going to sideways. And they would go to the markets all the time, and they'd come in with boxes, big fruit and veggie boxes. Oh, so once nice. a week, I'd go there, pick up a veggie box, didn't have to like interact with too many people or touch anything that other people were touching, and just general pandemic behaviors um, were avoided. Um, didn't wear a mask, but and <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, um, but they, they innovated, you know, yes. and I wanted to innovate with hire as well. I didn't want to, like, just sit there and not, and not do anything. And I think as the leader, you know, as, like, a coach of hire, I wanted to just show that, hey, jiu-jitsu doesn't stop. And even if you're at home, jiu-jitsu doesn't have to stop. Jiu-jitsu, just because this is your third place, sure, but jiu-jitsu is in you. It's within you. And you can do jiu-jitsu anywhere and everywhere. You do jiu-jitsu all the time, whether you know it or not. Um, and so whether we have the doors open of the PCYC or whether we have our living room floor, there was always a way to improve, you know, and because shit happens. Mm. And so we had to adapt. Shit happens and you lose a position in jiu-jitsu and you, you get mounted. Fuck, oh, sorry, shit happens. <laughs> shit happens. What do you do now? 
that's the that's the most important thing. What do you do right now? You've, you've messed up, so be it. Um, what's the next step? You know, um, you know, you might have been unlucky to get injured the last time you started. Maybe it's happened many times before your injuries. Either way, uh, you know, um, you're adapting, and that's like, and you're doing something about it. Does that make sense, Matty? Yes, you have to. You have. To. You can you can sit and be uh, stationary and, and not do anything. Yeah. You can step left. You can step right. At least you're doing something. You're moving. Yes. And this isn't even pandemic, people. I wrote this article for the people who like stopped doing jujitsu for for one reason or another. And I think it's a good time to bring this up. I ran into our old student Milan. Milan Stodge. Um, we were like, I loved having Milan in class. Yeah, he brought a good energy. Such a good energy. Yeah. You could only always hear him smile and laugh, yeah. and um, such a nice guy. Would talk to everybody, and he was older. And I like having older people on the mats because you know, I think. Take it easy. I th- you right? <laughs> I think it's nice because it just shows. It's I like having a very diverse, you know, student base. And I don't want to be the school that's only um, visited by, you know, athletic people in their prime. I don't want to be that kind of school. I want to be we, everyday people, are people who are younger, who are older, yep. who all are all walks of life. All walks of life. And so um, I loved having Milan in class. And I saw him on the weekend. We bumped into each other in Delhi, and um, Milan was talking about, you know, I think he got injured like once or twice. He used to train at Commune though, like back in the day when yeah, it was a bit rough. It was a bit rough. Like what do you do? We just wasn't as system systematic. We had a little bit less finesse. There's less finesse, but we didn't have like Master Pedro Sauer teaching us the finesse and feel like kind of mentoring our way through this maze of jiu-jitsu. And we lost Milan. Milan, like you know, I think went to was doing some other stuff and thought, you know what, I'm gonna avoid the injuries right now. I'm gonna avoid the bruises that I'm getting from jujitsu. You know, and it might have, you might have been unlucky. You know, um, you need to prioritize self-preservation. You really need to. Um, it's one body that you have, and the last thing you want to do is damage yourself unnecessarily. So I understand if you've been injured previously in jiu-jitsu and that's why you stopped. That you kind of have reservations about going back. Mm. Have you ever thought about quitting jiu-jitsu, Maddie? I've been afraid of that I'd have to, like, you know, but I've never had any injuries that were particularly, you know, warranted me to feel that way. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I've had breaks from, I had surgery, what, a yeah. year ago now, I think I had that surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had to take two months, for, it was meant to be three months off jiu-jitsu, and after a month, I just slowly worked my way back. Mm-hmm. What was the injury? Uh, the what surgery. Was- yeah, yeah, that, That's the right. cut. Yeah, it had the thingamajiggy. A, a boil or something? No, I've already forgotten about it. It was so long ago. Um, anyways. Um, I had a thing removed. A thing, okay, yeah. Lymph. No? Something like that. I can't remember. It's already gone. All right, so. Um, <clears throat> a lipoma. I had a lipoma cut out. Lipoma, okay. Anyways, so. Um, build your owner's manual. So, all right. But like coming back from the mats as in you know pre-lockdown or you know pre-you quitting jiu-jitsu imagine a little notebook there's a personal notebook in your back pocket you carry it you, you carry it with you everywhere you go 
And in it, you write down all the things that work well for you, what doesn't, and what can be improved on. This is your owner's manual. Nobody else can see it, it's all yours. Everything goes down in there and you're always updating it. It's your guide when you aren't quite sure how to proceed. It helps you make decisions that improve your life. And it's how you learn from experience. This ensures you're learning from your errors and moving forward towards brighter pastures. Now, the things that you are, that are preventing you from coming back to jiu-jitsu, take that as data. You know, note those things down. Adapt. You need to adapt. It's no good getting injured. It's no good being a little bit jaded from jiu-jitsu. You know, um, what else? What do you think some other reasons why people won't come back after the virus, after like now? Uh, again, habits. So habits, habits, yeah, habits that's the thing. You've kind of, you've, yeah. You've got an out of the habit. I think that's a big one. You've got an out of the habit of jiu-jitsu, especially for newer yeah, students. Still, still developing the habit in the first place. We, have another, we had another student, Maddie. I got an email today. He was doing really good just before. He, he signed up about a month before we had to close. And he was doing good. Mm. You know, like, you know, he hadn't never trained before, but, you know, I think for about a month or so, he was coming consistently three times a week. And he was doing so much better, and he bought his gi, and, like, he like he was on the path. Yep. And then he, he emails me today, you know, good to hear that you guys are back and running. Um, please take this as my notice to end the membership. I'm, you know, I just I don't have, it's not a priority anymore, jiu-jitsu. And I'm like, that just, for me, that's just like he got fell out of the habit. Uh, of course, I asked him, and may, I'm sure he's got his own, like, situation right there. And um, But for a lot of people, I'm certain, like, they've kind of fallen out of the habit. Because yes. the way, like, habits are made whilst you don't know you're making habits. You it's know, made just over time. You don't just make a ha- wake up one day and go, I've made a habit. This is my habit. My habit, it's my habit. I'm well, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to drink one liter of water every day. It's my new habit. It's like, okay, but do it's it. Not, yeah, it's not a habit until you're doing it every do day. Do it every day, you know, every single day. And you've kind of gotten out of that habit. But, you know, um, there you go right there. Ask yourself, what are your new habits? And ask yourself if they're serving you as well as what the other one would, would have served you. It's not like, you know, slap on the wrist. How dare you leave jujitsu? Go back now, bad boy. It's not, no, it's like, what's best for you? You came in for a reason. Why'd you start? You know, Why'd what can you, you do better the next, now that you can come back? What's that? Why'd you stay? Why, if you've been training jujitsu for a year, obviously, yeah. why'd you start? Why are you still here? That's why, so important. Like, re- reassess that. Adapt. Just want that. Yeah. Evolve. Move forward. Don't just give up on it. Mm. Moving forward can also be a pivot. This isn't a complete change in destination, but a variation of how you're getting there. Pivots are essential because life will always throw curveballs at you, and it's up to you to get out of their way. The permission to pivot allows you to find the way that works for you. You won't come straight away, but you keep searching until it does. The pivots that I saw during the virus, for example, I, I took higher jiu-jitsu online. Mm. We started Zoom classes, we're doing Facebook Live classes, I tried to get YouTube videos up. You know, everyone was at home on their computers behind the screen. I was like, okay, that, that's where we're gonna do our best to deliver value you know, to our students. Um, how else do you pivot, mate? Let's say you've been injured and you kind of took a few a few months off jiu-jitsu and now, you know what, you're ready to come back. But how do you adapt and how do you make sure that, you know, it makes you make for a better version 2.0? Awareness. Be aware of yourself and your limitations. 
uh, to, to come back to the surgery I had, I was told I was no contact for three months. So no contact for three months uh, while uh, healing from the surgery. And I went for, uh, I then came back and just, I listened to it. I felt my body and I just started coming in. All I was doing was sitting there and watching. Yeah. I was creating the habit as early as I could to be at class. So I was coming to the jiu-jitsu even though I was sitting there. I was filming classes for you. Yeah. Um, there And then I slowly started after a few more weeks just building up the movements, you know, building up the hip escapes and just getting my body used to moving again. Yes. That's what's been so amazing about this, like, no-contact jiu-jitsu. Yeah. I've spent three months on a couch. <laughs> and yeah. now I get the opportunity. My body is the asleep. The hip escape. My body is asleep. My hips don't remember. My knees don't know how to open anymore, nor do, they, nor do they know how to close. So I've come back on the ground, come back to the to the mats. I'm on the ground. Man, I'm groaning like a grandpa. Yeah. But I'm so glad I'm doing it without someone trying to kill me. Yeah, I tell you why, man, because that inactivity, you kind of create a bit of rust. Yes. Imagine just just a bit rusty now. Yeah. My knee, honestly, it's felt like garbage this whole week. And I know that I, I, I don't know, but if I was if I came back to jiu-jitsu with just coming back to rolling, I reckon I would have hurt my knee. I think a lot of people would have hurt themselves if they'd come back and yeah. just straight back into rolling. It's absolutely. I understand that that's what you want to do. But sometimes you like... Sometimes you need to think a bit like more yeah, ahead. But say, like, hold on. A baby wants to, oh, not a baby, but like a child wants to eat ice cream all the time. Yeah. I'm okay, cool. That's what you want to do. But is it the best thing for you? Like, My newborn wants to stay up like, and uh, party. And never sleep. Never sleep. You should just let him. No, man. See what happens. Because he doesn't know what's good for him. Absolutely. A, like he doesn't know like, that sleep is good for him and that he really needs it. And he doesn't know how to settle himself either. So you actually have to kind of show him the way. Say, so here you go. Yeah, you're going to sleep. You know, you're going to kind of curl yourself up into a ball in my arms. You're going to like get some motion and slowly kind of bring him towards where he wants to go. You can't force a kid to sleep. You can't force people to do anything. But, you know, you can create the environment and the circumstances that allows them to keep going and keep getting better and keep moving to where they want to go to. And um, I think with that being said, people, um, how do you pivot? How do you, how do you like make a little bit of an adjustment to get yourself back onto the mats because we miss you we want to see you back on the mats we like having you here we know we we think you know hopefully you think that you're doing a good job by being here you know why you want to come to jiu-jitsu you know why you want to learn come back what you have to do what's that you have to create an environment that, that cultivates success in what you're trying to achieve well environment trumps will it does tell me more uh, I'm going to use an example of food, not necessarily jujitsu, but that's fine, Matty. If you put chocolate in my house, it's in the environment. It's in front of me. Mm-hmm. I could have the willpower to say I'm not going to eat that chocolate, but guess what? It's there in front of me. I'm going to eat that chocolate. The so, Barati law. Yeah, exactly. That Barati's law. Barati's law. Um, head food, of PN Precision Nutrition. He goes, if there is um, a of particular food in sight, you will eventually eat it. Or you or someone you live with. Yeah, we'll eat it. We'll eat it. So look, I'm on a diet. I don't, like I'm not, like I'm trying to eat healthy, Maddie. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to like, I've got this a bit of a chocolate habit and I don't want to eat chocolate, but I'm going to buy it and I'm going to put it in my pantry and it's going to stare at me. <laughs> Every time I go into that pantry, 
I think oh. of this chocolate every time I go into the kitchen. It's too real. I think man. about opening the pantry. It's too real. Just one block. Just one. Nah. Just one little cube. That's nah, like one, one row for me. Just one. No. <laughs> well, for me, it starts off as like a double little cube. Nah. And I'm like, hold on. Let me just let me just make it like you know clean <laughs> and eat the row. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me just have one more row. That's a f- half a block just, of chocolate. Just one more. Look, I'll just have half. <laughs> this is all in the space of about 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, dude. I'll have half. Get That's out of it. My life. And then no more. All right, okay, all right, now, okay, shit. When you start eating the second half, you're like, oh, oh this isn't going too well. Yeah, yeah. But okay, and then towards the end, you're like, I'm, I'm feeling sick right now, but I've already eaten three, like a third of it. Might I've already well eaten three quarters. Like, I might as well finish because otherwise I'm going to look at it and feel like ashamed that I ate like a third of a block of chocolate. And then I'm going to be thinking about the other quarter and it's going to be in my head. Yep. I just want to eat it. So fuck this, I'm going to eat it right now. Yep. So before you know it, you ate the whole block of chocolate. See what happened there? Like, I've seen it happen many the, times. The, the inter- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Me too. So like, the, the, we had the best intentions, yep. but the environment ruined us. Yeah, absolutely. You chose, but to, to put that <laughs> chocolate in the pantry. And if you didn't, then you allowed a family member to. Um, and so what, <laughs> that's, that's our next point. Environment trumps will. There's only so much you can fight before you get too tired and hurt and broken. This is the fine line between tenacity and being thick-headed. You want to train to try hard, but you don't want to break. Willpower can be learned, it can be limited as well. That's why you need to consider your environment. So, when you're in class, consider what's around you, who are you hanging out with, what kind of, what kind of jiu-jitsu are you watching, what kind of jiu-jitsu are you trying to emulate, who are you learning from, you know, who are the people around you that are training, are they all spazzos that don't know how to relax, don't know how to you know, keep the intensity at a comfortable level? Do you need some new friends, like some new jiu-jitsu friends? Maybe you need to go find another school, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if, the, if the last school just did not click for you, you still want to do jiu-jitsu, but it just didn't click, it just wasn't working out. Maybe different environment. It's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Maddie, I was like at high school, I was always been a, I was always been a good student, but in high school in year nine, I just, this school just wasn't working for me here yet. Just bad grades, like terrible friends, bad experiences every day. Didn't want to go to school. I did not want to go to school. <laughs> that sounded really um, uh, theatric. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. But, um, and then I changed schools. Yep. And I found a new group of friends. And then I started getting different teachers and different location and you know, different vibes, and it was a much different environment, and I, I, I felt like I flourished at that at my at my high school that I finished school at, you know, and um, it was a great experience for me. But if I hadn't changed the environment, maybe it wouldn't have been a good experience. Mm-hmm. Your environment is what dictates your behaviors when your brain is on autopilot, and your brain is mostly on autopilot. Autopilot's that state of being when you are not actively conscious of what you're doing. So, Maddie, when you come to class, how are we going to bring this in now? Does this all make sense to you, Maddie? Yeah, it does. Absolutely. Um, no, I mean, yeah, if you, when your brain's on autopilot, you're doing things without thinking. It's just what were we talking about at the very beginning? What's comfortable and easy? The couch. That's autopilot. Yeah. Yes. Like, 
I'll be honest, there's days I come to jiu-jitsu on autopilot, though. 100%. Not because jiu-jitsu is easy, but sometimes you need jiu-jitsu to wake you up from being in autopilot. Sometimes you need yeah. someone to come in and really give you hell. And so you're like, oh, okay, I can't just be so relaxed. Well, sometimes you're on autopilot and you get tapped, right? That's and it. It's like, whoa, what, what was I even doing? Am I even here? All right, now I'm going to try. You know, <laughs> And then you're like, okay, I'll kick it in. And um, we say here that like being uh, auto autopilot happens very regularly. And that's why we always talk about habits at higher. Because you're considering that you're always on autopilot, you always revert back to your habits. So yes. refine on those habits and you don't have to kind of really force yourself into something that's not autopilot. If, does that make sense? Yes. So that's when we talk about the, the environment. Um, with regards to your environment, if like you will be on autopilot for some of the time, so find a spot that works for you. Um, change your environment, adapt your environment, shape the path that's going to get you back um, onto the mats and into success with jiu-jitsu. Make sense? Yes. So it's time to consider where you train, who you train with. Not all jiu-jitsu is the same. Injuries can always happen. But some gym cultures are more prone to injury while others aren't. Find the gym that prioritizes your health as much as you do or in the way you do. And this will make your life and your decisions so much easier. You'll be able to relax, train at your own pace, get healthier, and use jiu-jitsu as a way, of, as a way to improve your life off the mats and not hinder your life. Yeah. Maddie, there was a really a couple awesome um, good boys from um, old... SPMA days to be honest and I saw them around and I asked well they were like like pretty you you know them anyways they were like um, they were up there you know I think purples yep they were in a brown yep I said hey man how's training going I hadn't seen them for a few years and they're like oh man I don't train anymore I'm like what do you mean you don't train like what you were like yeah, one like, of the guys like what the hell is that even a possibility you're not training He's like, mate, I, got, I completely got over the injuries. Like, I'm, I'm old enough now. There's just no need to be. Like, I just don't want to do it anymore. And I was like, fuck, man. That's sad. Oh, by the way, they also, like, work in the city, like, really close to us as well. But they've completely shut their mind off jiu-jitsu. Like, like no jiu-jitsu They're anymore. They're not willing to understand that, hey, there's another side to there's it. Another, there's another way to do this. Yeah. And I understand them. Because, Maddie, if I had, um, the way I, the way I completely messed up my shoulder... If I'd kept going the way I had oh, been, imagine having both shoulders like that. No, I would have stopped. I would have yeah. quit. I, I would have been forced to quit. But yeah. I ha we had to adapt, and it's something that we've been talking about a lot, you know. Um, and we, I, I, I pivoted in my approach, and then mm. you know, like high jujitsu's, like aligned with that approach as well. How many injuries have you had since your shoulder? To be honest, like knock on wood. Not not including you your, your ugly knuckles. No, <laughs> dude, that's a, that's one of the most significant injuries I've had, other than my shoulder, in the past. What, 2012, eight years. Shit, it's been since your shoulder. Yeah. Wow. Wow. No, no, 2012, you did your shoulder. I believe so. No, it couldn't have been. Oh no, that makes sense. I started in 2010. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Checks out. So. I was a purple. Yeah, because you were a blue belt when I started. Okay, and then yeah, I believe yeah, I'm sure it was 2012 like August sometime um, eight years it's been and so to be honest man like once Gregor like heel hooked me and like fucking 
I heard a, heard a nice crack on my on my knee. That was once that I got injured. Yep. I was trying to choke somebody a little bit too hard and I hurt my pinky. That's another <laughs> way I've gotten injured. I can kind of tell you on one or two hands my injuries in the past eight years. Before that, my Lord. Every night was an injury. Every yeah, night. So like a tweak in a shoulder. Every, there'd always be a tweak. Like always. And of course I get it. Like, I feel like my, my problems now are just overuse injuries because... I've adapted my training in a way that I can train like 40 hours a week or yeah, like, yeah. you know, I can do privates. I can do f- a few privates a day, a few classes a day. Um, you know, I can do all these things now and I have like longevity and almost like endurance on the mats because of how we train. Yes. So in any case, like that's the environment that we're talking about. There's different environments for different people and some work for you and some don't. I, um, I, I encourage people to go find an environment that suits them. There's a lot of, there's a new boy that came into class with us, like last week he started, and he used to train at somebody somewhere else in Bondi, and they're good, man, and the, the, the head instructor there is a nice guy, mm-hmm. and they, they have some solid athletes, you know, and they compete, and they win medals, and they produce good people, and I, man, great. But he's, he wasn't there, like, and he's like, after a couple of months, he's like, man, I was just going there, I was getting my ass handed to me, and I wasn't really progressing. I didn't see the progress. And it was hard. He had, he was a, had a job as a chef. Yep. He was like, you know what? I just wasn't, it wasn't worth it. And I completely understand. Mm. But he's come here, and maybe it's the non-contact classes as well. And he's like, hold on. I needed these prerequisite skills before I moved into, like, the whole grappling and, like, all that competitive heavy stuff. Yep. You know, so... Different places do it different. I'm not saying that, you know, we do it better than them or they do it better than us. I'm sure some of their students, like, don't appreciate how we do it and some of our students don't appreciate how they do it. And by appreciate, like, you know, one thing works for one person, the other thing works for somebody else. And um, that's why I do encourage, and I said I encourage people to just experiment, you know, and try different things because I'm certain that there will be a spot that just aligns beautifully with you. And I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen people come to hire and like, and they're like, oh my God, like this all their heavens magic. came at once. Like, where has this school been? Uh, and I've seen some other people come in and be like, you know what? Like, no. I want to fight. Yeah. Cool. And I'm like, okay. That's like, fine. This fucking, like, sorry, there's so many other schools around the area. Go. Like, they're better suited. This isn't like suited to you. One thing that will be suited to everyone to talk about what, this, this that student said you know you got to have these prerequisite skills yeah and we touched on it five minutes ago but i really want to reinforce it come back to jujitsu with no contact for just a week Ooh. and start moving your body and doing all those prerequisite skills because guess what you haven't done it for three months mm-hmm. if you're like me and you haven't done jujitsu for three months you're gonna re- you're gonna feel it when you come back. That or your more. Gone if you haven't done jiu-jitsu for more, even longer. Yeah, even longer. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You come back, do. You might be a purple belt. Good, great. Don't go to an advanced class. Yeah. Go to an intro class. There you go. Go, open your. Let your hips open up again. Yeah, when man. was the last time? Any study of you some it? movements. What's wrong with like studying like some movement and trying to make your movements better before you go straight into the heat? Absolutely. You know, maybe That's you can't it. handle the heat right now can't handle the heat how are you you gonna handle a heat if you haven't moved your hips in three months yeah man like take a take a step back like it's not bad to take a step back sometimes you do have to put cars into a reverse right you missed it you missed the turn put the car in reverse go back a little bit go back a couple steps in order to go forward many 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 you know what would have been better 
than putting the car in reverse. What? Just slowing down in the first place. Yeah. Just that smooth cruise. You know there's a red light up there. Why gun it to the, and then yeah, jump stop. on the brakes yeah, 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 yeah. when you could just cruise at 20 the whole way? Yeah. And then the lights turn green. It's more when efficient, you get, right? It's Back in my uni to... days, that's all I'd do. So it's going to save <laughs> petrol. <laughs> just roll everywhere. Uh, guys, the return is imminent. This tremendous martial art can teach us and help us so much. If you respect it, and if you respect yourself, you'll be respected right back. Be aware of what is happening within you and around you. Be mindful of your training partners and your intensity, and do your best to improve on where you are right now. In this way, you can use this martial art as a portal to build quality of life for a long time to come. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. I like that saying. Come back. Jiu-Jitsu loves you. Oos. Oos. That's good. Any final thoughts, Maddie? That's it. That's I think we're, I think we've said a lot, and I think um, as I said, yeah, like everybody, now's time. We're back. Um, now that we're back, I'm excited to see you here, and that goes for anybody who's ever trained at higher, who's ever trained jujitsu and wants to be back at it, just wants to come back and enjoy, and, and, and enjoy um, being a part of something bigger than yourself, you know, and um, learning things that you don't know yet. Um, and you know, um, thinking about your habits and thinking about your patterns, and constantly being on the lookout to improve yourself. That's what I missed from jujitsu more than anything, um, and that's why I'm back. So I hope you can come back too. Thanks everybody for listening. We're waiting for you. Hey, I want to reiterate one more time. Listen to that podcast, Brad Hampson and Cam Sobes on the art of yeah. surrender. So much fun. Also. Anyways, um, that's out. Peace out, everybody. Thank you so much. Uh, On to the next one. Yeehaw.